You're listening to the Unprepared Podcast, episode 048. You're seeing to chat about life, family, and of course, Umphrey's McGee. I'm Sarah Jehaniak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Umphrey. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's show, which featured my awesome chat with fellow Umfreak and musician, Eric Childress. If you have not given that a listen, there is a link in the show notes where you can if you'd like to. Before we get into the band's recent show at the Trondosa Music Festival, I want to take a quick moment to say thank you to every single person that has been such a support of this show. I I am in complete awe that this show is still kicking and going strong a year later and it's continuing to grow. The first show was May 1st, 2018, and never did I think that when this started that it would be what it is now, that I'd still be doing this a year later, that I would meet and get to talk to all of the people that I have, um, you know, make the friends that I have now and many of you I call family. Um, it's just been an absolutely amazing year and I'm incredibly grateful for all of you and I'm incredibly grateful for having this platform to bring these topics to you and talk about these these things and I'm looking forward to what the next year brings um and what I can bring to you guys in the show it's just it's it's such an awesome thing and I specifically want to thank my awesome husband Bobby for being so supportive my amazing editor Eric who has been with me since day one and has put up with me when I knew seriously absolutely nothing about podcasting or sound or how loud my voice was. He has been so patient and amazing with me from the very beginning. Um, My amazing brother Josh from Umfreaks Anonymous for the countless idea sessions and an ear to listen to me de-stress about anything in my life. You're so amazing. I love you. My brother, Ryan, who has listened to all of my crazy ideas and has assured me that they are, in fact, not crazy. Love you so much, brother. Thank you for everything. Um, Jimmy Rogers, Jim Leap, Julie Sinegar, Joel Cummins, Dave Levine, Harlan York, Mary Stasek, Sam Sutton, Rachel Simmons, Melissa Williams, And anybody else that has taken their valuable time to be on the show, thank you so much. All of you that have listened to even one episode, emailed the show about some awesome Umphrey's info that you have, you know, retweeted something about the show, liked a post on Instagram, anything, anything, none of your support goes unnoticed to me. And I'm just beyond grateful to each and every one of you for allowing me to 
come into your space and into your ears every week talking about Umphreys. I just, it's just amazing. And we are also very lucky to be a part of this amazing family around our favorite band. And it's just really such a beautiful thing. And yeah. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for allowing me to bring the recaps of the shows to you all of the new Umphreys news and interviews with all of the different members of our family. I am just seriously beyond grateful every day. And I'm so excited for what I have to bring to you guys in the future. Just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. So now that I'm done being sappy, Um, I also want to remind you about the podcast listener review. There is a link in the show notes where you can check it out and have your opinions heard. I would love to know what you guys think about the show and what you would love to see more of as the show goes forward and grows. So please take the few minutes to answer a couple of questions about the show. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, so let's get to it. This episode, we will cover the band's recent small return, Back to the Road, playing two nights, April 27th and April 28th, at the Trondosa Festival in North Charleston, South Carolina. Other bands that played during that weekend included Widespread Panic, The Wood Brothers, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, the Marcus King Band, Caroline Rose, and others. This is the second year for the Trendosa Music Festival, named after a song written by Colonel Bruce Hampton from Aquarium Rescue Unit and other bands. He passed away in 2017. Last year, the festival was held May 5th and 6th, also in North Charleston at Riverfront Park. This is Umphrey's first time playing the festival, however, and I have a feeling that we will see them playing this festival again if it continues, um, with it being in Charleston, of course. Stasic lives there, so I can definitely see this being something that they are at again in the future. Before we get to the recap of the shows the band played together during the weekend, Gotta mention the shows that happened at the Charleston Poor House also during the weekend. Doom Flamingo on Saturday night and then Sunday night, Robo Trio featuring Jake and Ryan. Kanika Moore from Doom Flamingo made an appearance for the Chicago cover 25 or 6 to 4. And I believe the horns from Marcus King Band, as well as the saxophone player from Doom Flamingo, were also in attendance for that cover. I saw a brief video of this, and oh, goddamn, I was getting goosebumps just sitting at my desk and watching this on my phone. And this song is on my personal list of ones that I would love to hear Umphrey's cover. Um, So to hear them do that, it was amazing. And Kanika is just, oh, she is so talented. Anyways, I mean, um, she sat in with Umphrey's um, in Brooklyn and did the Zeppelin cover. And then again, 
during Trandosa, which we will get to. Um, and then now singing this, um, I've not had a chance to see Doom Flamingo yet, but I am looking forward to hopefully being able to see them at summer camp. The schedule hasn't been released yet, so we will see. Fingers crossed. But she is just something else. She is absolutely amazing. And Jake shredding the shit out of that song in the video, too. Um, and if you are a member of the whatever Raptors group on Facebook, um, there is a thread um, about the Robo Trio show. And there are, you know, a bunch of videos that people were sharing and their opinions of it. Um, so if you're in the group, definitely do like a quick search and um, it'll pop up so you can see all the videos and stuff. And apparently it was not to be missed. Um, both after parties were apparently out of this world, but the Robo Trio was apparently something else. And from what I've seen, it definitely was the case. Um, also should be mentioned from the weekend, Joel sat in with widespread panic on the evening of Sunday the 28th, coming out to join their keyboard player, John Herman, for the ending song of Widespread's first set, a cover of the Funkadelic's tune, Red Hot Mama. I did see some random little, uh, like, videos or whatever um, kind of popping up on uh, different spots of Joel sitting in. Um, but I will link where you can listen to that Widespread set if you're interested in listening to Joel sitting in with them. Okay. So, to the shows that Umphreys played at Trandosa, both of these evenings were basically one long set each night, so a quote-unquote festival set. But if you listen to episode 45 with the Aspen recap, I touched on my feelings on festy sets. I'll throw a link for that in the show notes so you can go back and listen if you'd like. The first night opens with Wallet's Worth that moves into the silent type. And this one starts to expand its legs about three minutes in and going on a little adventure for a short bit before coming down around and back into the silent type. Women, Wine, and Song coming up next. And this tune I've mentioned plenty of times recently how much fun it's been to watch them stretch it this one as well and I personally feel listening from home that this was a highlight from the weekend from both of these nights it heads out slightly after three minutes and I think when they start to sink their heels into this jam is when I put my finger on exactly what I love about this song so much. And it's Jake and Joel. <laughs> I mean, no matter what version, every time they take this out for a spin, I personally just cannot stop dancing. Like, seriously, no matter what I'm doing. And that's all because of the two of them in this song. I mean you've listened to this song before, you know exactly what I'm talking about, especially when Joel just opens that song with the piano. Like, it's just, it's the two of them in that song all the way. 
getting a little grimy and heading into a LaGrange by ZZ Top Jam slightly before six minutes in and then just goes off on its own little grand adventure for a little bit before coming down to cool and kind of tapering off and heading out and then coming back but morphing into the Lanier, dropping into its jam slightly after three minutes and when it will expand and explode out, but then it starts to pick up the pieces about eight minutes and it comes back down to earth before moving into the always emotional Haji, followed by a cover of the police song Driven to Tears. They've played that one a total of 22 times. The last time was earlier this year during Jam Cruise on January 15th. I think that police songs are such a great canvas for them to just run off and create their own thing with. This adventure being one of the longest jams we see in this first night at Trendosa, bringing it all back to build up together and play around for a minute and then stomping very full of itself into Spire's. This heads out on an interesting adventure slightly after five minutes and starts out very romantic and soft and sweet. And then it gains more confidence as it continues to dance on. And we start to hear Stasic underneath slightly before 10 and a half, starting to slowly build some layers. And when Spires fades away, we get treated to Ryan. He's just constructing the foundation for August, but not before getting a little tool vibe to the beginning of this. I love this. I'm all about it. If you haven't given this a listen, definitely give this a listen. My favorite part about this entire jam, though, would start when it really starts to sink down about four minutes. And then this little part that they keep coming back to throughout. And if you've heard this, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure what that jam is. But I feel and hope that this part is the start of something that we will see morph into something else. There's just something behind this, this sort of familiar feeling in a weird way. So please, if it is actually like something and I'm not placing it, reach out to the show and let me know. Um, Or maybe it's just the birth of something that is going to manifest into something spectacular. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Resolution next that gets very sensual with its jam before switching gears about five minutes in and then begins to dance along playing kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde game toward the end of this jam and then tipping over and forging headfirst into 1348 to close out the first show for them at Trendosa. That brings us to March 28th. This show, as I mentioned before, was also one long set and opens with Roctopus. 
Speak Up coming up next, and it plays around to try and find its way slightly after four minutes before dancing right along to continue. Stay sick, making it funky for a few minutes, and then it heads off to continue dancing along. And then eight minutes in, we start to hear it move. And it's like this really interesting thing that I hear it kind of like sweeps in this different direction. So when you listen to it, definitely see if you hear that too. It's really kind of dizzy at first and it begins to stretch and open up, but doesn't soar way out. Tickles speak up for a second, but then heads out on another adventure for a little bit longer. And then as it fades out, we hear Jake tickling speak up again. Half delayed next, followed by Wappy that drops right into a dance party slightly before three and a half. And then it just goes off. And before I go any further, I say Wappy. Other people say, I don't know. (laughs) But apparently there's other ways to pronounce the name of that song. And I say Wappy and I will until forever. So that's what I'm saying. Um, Anyway... I love the type of jams like this one where Stasic is playing this really thick, fat bass underneath like the entire time. And as I'm listening to this, I can see it in my head where he's just stomping his foot so hard. I love that so much. And then Jake is over there just going off into space. And then it all sorts of pools back together and gathers back into Wappy. I just love that so much. They move it right along into Ringo. And I want to give a quick shout out to Sam Sutton. I heard and saw a quick little Insta story. Um, He was doing the sound during this tune. And I know that he did the sound during a song, um, First Night of the Brooklyn Run which one it is, is escaping me right now. Um, But I thought that was very awesome that he's doing that. So very cool. Anyway, pivoting about six minutes, getting really aggressive, but only for like a minute before making its way back into Ringo and then heading back out again. And interestingly enough, this song um, contains the longest jam adventure of this set and actually out of both of the sets they played during the weekend at Trendosa. It starts out really interstellarly, which I'm not even sure if that's a real word, but that's exactly what it sounds like here. But it's also very romantic and really sensual at the same time. And then it opens up more and spreads its wings for a little bit before it comes back down to earth. And then it picks back up and then dances into the end of Ringo. This one is a lot of fun. North Route next that they move right into Seasons. And yes, I know (laughs) that this song has gotten a lot of play, but... Personally, I love this song. I love the words of it. I'm sure I've touched on this in the past. Um, But the words have, you know, if you really listen to them, obviously they're all up for your own interpretation. But if you listen to them, I mean, there's some deep meaning there. And I really love the, the lyrics of that song. And 
I love what they've been doing with it and putting it in different spots and playing with it and obviously having a good time playing it. So, you know, some people might not like it, but I can still get behind seasons. Um, then a cover of Led Zeppelin's Cashmere with Miss Kanika Moore from Doom Flamingo. And they recently did this during the Brooklyn Run on February 16th, also with Kanika sitting in on vocals. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, her voice is something else. The power that she puts behind this song when she sings it, every time she sings, she gives me goosebumps. And her stage presence is just, wow. Her outfits, too. I mean, come on, she's killing it in that department. I am super excited. Like, I hope that there's no scheduling conflict with making sure I see them at summer camp. Um, They are playing the VIP lounge tent too. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe having that second chance, I will definitely be able to do it because I really want to check them out. And I think that you should too. I know they've announced a summer tour. I will link that in the show notes. So definitely check them out because I plan to. And there is also a video of when they did that cashmere with Kanika back in February And I will link that in the show notes, too, so you can watch it if you haven't or watch it again because it's just that damn good. Mulches powerfully coming out next and settling comfortably into its jam five minutes in, coming down, going into a seductive rock and roll reggae adventure until about slightly after seven minutes and we start to see its other personality show its face, getting more and more maturity and aggression to it. And then it starts to work itself back up and march back into mulches aggressively to close out their show at Trondosa. So that's all I have for this week's episode of the show. Anything referenced throughout can be found in the show notes as well as the set list for the shows discussed and where you can give them a listen. Also, if you did not know, the show now has a Facebook page. You can find that by following the link in the show notes. And I would love for you to check out the show's website as well. There is information about upcoming meetups, advertising info if you would love to hear your business on the Umfreak Parents podcast, and one convenient place where you can find all of the podcast episodes. Any questions or comments about anything talked about in this episode or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. And thank you so much for joining me. I will see you around these parts next week. Much obliged.